As you enter the eastern side of the town, the smell of sulfur is getting worse. It seems to be as potent as what was inside Ludwig's alchemy. And as you start walking around, you notice that like the shacks that the miners lived in, because keep in mind these like tropical shacks that everyone pretty, ha- pretty much has, there's not really nice buildings anywhere in the port. They seem to be more running down more because they, they don't have jobs. They probably can't afford to do anything. And as you kind of walk through, some of them start to walk outside of their houses. Like, you're not welcome. Mm. They're just like eyeing us. Yeah, they're just kind of eyeing you. And as you kind of come around the bend of the road, you see Dewey talking to a woman gnome. Perfect. (laughs) All right. Just to let you know where my mind is at. I have a feeling that if he sees us, they're going to run off or something. So can I, while they're not noticing that we're here, remember what she looks like? Meaning like you want to turn around after you try to put this in memory? Maybe, I don't like, it doesn't really matter to me if they run off, okay. but I want to be able to find her again. Okay, I, I caught up this. to what you were trying to say. So you're saying like you want to put her to memory in case she runs away. Yeah, okay. like as, as much time as I have before they notice me and possibly run off. Yeah, I'll allow you to do that. Uh, give me a, a perception check. And your perception check has to beat, no, your investigation check has to beat your perception check. So you're going to do a perception check first, and then you're going to do an investigation check. And your investigation check has to be better than your perception. Oh, my God. All right. Perception is 12. Okay. Investigation, oh, God. Investigation is 5. All right. So you're pretty far away, so you can't quite get a good look of her. Uh, But fortunately, she doesn't try to run away. Okay. Dewey does look at you, the five of you, and he specifically notices, of course, you, Dorth, and Finch, and then he points at you. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just going to wave and like, put both hands up like we come in peace, like, hey, we, you know, we just want to talk. Do you keep approaching? Slowly and just cautiously, just like, we're cool, man. Kind of like you, you would walk up to like a, a dog that's scared of you. Okay. Yeah, so like as you're approaching slowly people start coming out of their houses oh, like they're God. noticing and kind of like making this like circle around y'all uh, and you get about 30 feet away from Penrear and Dewey and Dewey says yep that's them right there those two they know somehow Penrear they know you told us I didn't you you said it before I did I look I'm drunk I, I'm not that drunk I'm gonna look at her and be like are you really gonna believe his word over mine she then looks at the five of you, kind of eyeing each of you up and down, and then, like, crosses her arms. Okay. How do you know? I swear to you, we went and talked to him at the bar, and he told us. Look, what exactly is it that we know? This is very dangerous. If you know something and you found out somehow, even if you're on our side, I need to know who told you. Look, we got off a boat about three hours ago. And went straight to the Lazy Leopard. Where we ran into Dewey here. Okay, so someone at the Lazy Leopard told you. They just said he told you, and I'll point at Dewey. Look, Dewey's been a friend of mine for a long time. He's a drunk. He burps in the background. But he's a good drunk. He keeps his mind. You know somehow. I trust him. And if you don't tell me the truth, then I don't trust you. Well, okay, look. This is getting out of hand. I will tell you for the final time, Mrs. My name is Penrear. 
Mrs. Penrear. Hi, I'm Doris. These are my friends. We don't have time for that right now. You guys are freaking me out. We walked into this tavern. We noticed this man looking very sad, as he does right now. <laughs> we walked up, talked to him for a second, and he told us of this. And then, after that, he pretended like he didn't, like he is right now. That is what happened. I'm going to take a knee and kind of go, Henry, I think there's been a major misunderstanding here. Okay, out of game. I need to know if what you think is true, it's tr- it's what you're saying is true. All right, so... Because he, you no. said revolt from what I remember, and yeah. he reacted to that. What he said was he told us about how the constructs lost uh, took their jobs and that they you know were angry about it and that he had a plan that he wanted to do like with the dog or whatever i think the dog is not part of this revolt though he never used the word revolt but in dort's mind he's like oh you're trying to like plant the seeds of a revolt or a revolution and then dort said it it was like what do you mean that's what we were talking about okay so you're thinking you're thinking the dog construct thing is like a plant for the revolt yes okay that was (laughs) Door, that's the way Dora's mind was going. Okay. It was like, okay, y'all are trying to like sabotage them. Because my mind so was that... going as a DM. You said revolt. He reacted. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like he he probably did not mean revolt at all. But in Dora's mind, he's like, yeah, <laughs> okay. yeah. We need like he got radicalized immediately. <laughs> okay, go on, Finch. I'm sorry. I just had to make no, sure I good. was clear. So yeah. yeah, no, I take a knee and kind of pin rear. I think there has been a major misunderstanding here. Your friend Dewey here was telling us just about some little thing he wanted to do with a, a B, BGD, a battle guard dog. He has, doesn't work. He wanted just to, us to mess some things up and leave it there to take the fall. And my friend here said revolt or resistance or something, and Dewey reacted very wildly and, and left quickly before we could discuss further. But it's all the same things, right? You have to start small. She turns her head to Dewey and says, Dewey, that is the messiest plan I've ever heard. That is not part of this. And he goes, oh, I was just, I'm just trying to help. And she like kind of like slaps his arm, but like in a punishing but friendly way. And she turns back to you and says, okay, look, if you're not going to be part of it, if you're going to do anything on the good or the bad side, whichever way you think this is, if you want to be involved, you can be involved. But I need to know what you're doing. I'm interested in two things. The part of the island that is off limits and the mines. The part of the island that's off limits has been off limits for years. No one knows what's going on in there. ZFH got something going on. And they're the ones that put that part of the island off limits? With the governor's help, yeah. Why can't you tell us about the mines, though? The mines? I mean, your sulfur mines. What about them? Very curious about tunnels that may be lined with metal. Well, there are some tunnels in there that have metal barricades, yeah, that hold, a, hold the mine up. And uh, Would they long? be wet for any reason? Oh, no. Sulfur. No, that's a very dry mine. Damn it! Perhaps some of those uh, mine tunnels have been closed off for some time, maybe? Well, I mean, I guess if it went deep enough, it wouldn't be sulfur anymore, but we wouldn't have kept going and made foundation for the walls. How expansive are these mines? Well, they're not too big, but, I mean... You can get lost in them easy if you don't know your way. Do they cover the whole island? Oh, no. Just this section over here. And she points at the, like, rocky cliffs that the mine ho- miners' houses are attached to. 
What about other tunnels? Are there other tunnels on this island? Tunnels. I mean, there could be caves that have tunnels, but I don't know why they'd be lined with metal. Hmm. What are y'all doing here anyways? Yeah, perhaps it is time we share why we are here. Uh, we... My... I'm Felomir. Hi. Felomir, nice... I guess it's kind of nice to meet you. These are weird circumstances. Yeah, this is a rather strange, yes. It's a weird land. Well, it's, I mean, it's not really that weird. Are you familiar with the Crimson Command? Uh, yeah, there's, um... There's Dubro right over there on the east side. There's... Uh, what? Dubro. He must be one of the other outposts. Uh, I, I'm Finch, Master Scout of the Crimson Command. No, I'm a little well, Dubro's a nice guy, so yeah, I get it. So Crimson Command? Uh, we're here primarily to investigate an imbalance on this island. Okay. An imbalance of life. What, what does that mean, though? Uh, we're not exactly sure, but we have strong reason to believe the constructs are involved. In an imbalance of life. Is this like some religious talk or something? Like y'all worship the Guardians or something? Uh, something like that, I guess. You could say that, sure. Are you suggesting that the Guardians aren't real? I mean, I don't know if they're real or not, but... I can tell you from first-hand experience that they are! I mean, you talk to them? No. I, I've spoken with a Guardian, yes. You've spoken with a Guardian? Correct. Which one? Hanette. That's weird. Isn't he, like, in Shadow or something? He was, yes. I, mean, I was taught some things about the Guardians, but isn't he one of the bad ones? Uh, he he wasn't bad inherently, no. Just, uh, huh. just tired. But, but anyways, this imbalance of life... What does that mean? Uh, we don't know entirely. Like we said, our real only lead is that it involves the constructs in some way. And I assume this, this CFH is the only one making them on this island? Oh yeah, they're the only one with the patent. So it must involve them. Uh, and my suspicion leads me to believe that whatever is in the off-limits section of this island could be the source of that imbalance. Well... I don't think you should go in there. I mean, they got jungle panther constructs all in there. They got bears, bodyguards. What if we, what if we bought some potions of invisibility? Would they be able to see us? Ah, uh, look, I'm gonna tell you the truth. They, I'm kind of. It's kind of dangerous being out here in the street talking. Is there somewhere more private we could talk? Really? Yeah. I guess you could be inside, but it doesn't really help that much. I mean, even you see these parrot things flying around. They're not just talking. Birds aren't real yet. Sorry. They're listening. They're ventriloquists. They copy everything they hear. Hmm. Hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Well, let me go ahead and warn you now. I do have a PVAC, but he has been with me for a very long time. He only says no. (laughs) (laughs) He's a Mark I, I believe. Actually, would you say that he kind of like pokes out of your cowl and looks and says, Peace. Oh my god. I'll go, what? Feedback? <laughs> he doesn't say just no. Yeah. He just says words from his script. Ah, uh, that's right, that's right. <laughs> well, I, I guess I'm mistaken. He, he has this one line that he says, and he can say any of those words, but. Yep. Uh, that's how the Mark ones used to work. I mean, they used to, they used to welcome guests to shops and stuff with like a little message, but now they just, they're everywhere. So even going inside to talk wouldn't help? Well, they might sit at a window and listen. It's better than being out here, right? It is, but still, just just so you know, be careful what you're saying around people. Because it might not just be people listening. Okay. You know, I, I'm going to try and expand the trust here. And uh, it's not weird, like, if I were to reach out, put, like, a hand on her shoulder. I mean, you don't know their customs. It might be weird. Well, I just don't know. I guess if we're close enough, I'm going to do that. Okay. And I'm going to be like, 
Ludwig has a price on your head. I knew it. He has multiple people out looking for you to get evidence on whatever you guys have going on here. How do you know this? Because we just came from there. He literally just told us. Yeah, he was very open about it as well. He was going to offer us some sort of self-loading gun and reward for information on you. So tired of hearing those gunshots. Tell me about it. We're really looking for any sort of information, guidance, or help you could give us with these mines and or the uh, middle of the island. Well, I mean, it's going to be hard getting into the mines if you're trying to investigate those. I mean, you got con- they got the bear bodyguards watching them because they own them now. But then they also got the mining hyenas. Seriously? <laughs> yeah, the MHs. Hmm. Did the constructs have any sort of weaknesses or weak spots, ways to turn them off, deactivate them? Deactivating them? I mean, if there's some sort of central control unit, it's probably inside one of their buildings. I mean, they got a manufacturing plant here, and then they have some sort of, uh, obviously something going on in the center of the island, and then uh, they've got something going on on the port that's near the bay, the middle bay. Ooh, like the, like the school we were at with all these constructs, and we shut them all off at once. Well, the ones I didn't smash. <laughs> That's true, though. That's correct, Kev. Great observation. Oh, you've come across these kind of constructs before? Well, they weren't animals. They were like they were like people like me. They were big. Oh. Bulky. They were also rather old and spoke fluently. Well, some of them were, weren't very bulky. Some of them were, were very, very skinny. Yeah, the, the Lucas bots? Yeah, Lucas yeah, bots and yeah. the shield guardians. I've never heard of those. But I mean, I can pretty much name all 151 of these constructs. <laughs> God. Oh, damn shit. it. <laughs> the original 151 <laughs> constructs. And they're all like three uh, uh, letter abbreviations. <laughs> Didn't uh, Vilko say that the constructs are made on the middle of the island? Where the No, he's the manufacturing plant to the northwest. He mm-hmm. goes to the middle of the island to get boxes to bring back to the plant, which is here in the port. Uh, Penrir, is do you know of any way or anyone who does know a way for us to get into the center of this island? Oh, I mean, sounds like a, a pretty rough job. Wasn't there a guy in the tavern? He rides the uh, the, the elephants, you were saying, and I'll point to Astro. Yes, but he works for this company. Yeah, I tried to I tried to take his job. Well, not take his job. He said he's got this. Tried <laughs> <laughs> to take a job. I came. I was waiting for somebody to say it. I tried to take his job, but not really. Like. He's got this thing called PTO where he can just take time off. So I offered to drive the elephant for him, but he told me I couldn't do it. All right. I had to give him a piece of paper or something and he had to talk to his manager. And I don't think he's going to let us do it. Well, yeah, CFH has quite a hold on the borders around the city, about around the port. Like even getting from one port to the other, you, you have better luck on boat than by land. Uh, this would be so much easier if one of us worked for them. I mean, they're not hiring right now. That's why most of us don't have no jobs. Do you know anyone that can forge paperwork? Mm. Perhaps we could disguise our friend Dorothy. Why me? Because you're a gnome. Oh. Disguise him? I mean, I guess that could work. Maybe we could... You said you know a a driver of one of the elephants? Yeah, I think his name is Vilko League. Oh, Vilko? He's he's a nice guy. You might be able to... Oh. Yeah, you might be able to disguise yourself as him. And then... You can ride the elephant in. Hmm. Ooh, the crates. 
The rest of us could hide in the crates. Interesting. Well, don't they go into the jungle to retrieve the crates? Well, they gotta bring empty crates, right? To fill fill it up. And then I'll look at uh, Pinrear. I, I don't know how it works. I mean, I, I have never seen him walk. Like, I've never seen him do his job. I mean, it's on the other side of the city, so... I don't know. It's a thick jungle, though. Maybe you can just follow him. Hmm. But what of the constructs? It's it's a dangerous one. I mean, even if that elephant probably notices you, it's probably ready to attack. Now, there's nothing like being trampled by one of them elephants. I've seen it happen on the docks. Ooh. What's the best way to take down these constructs? Do the guns seem to do a good job, or are we better off without them? No, the guns... I, I mean, I've seen some, some brawls happen outside the tavern. Uh, outside uh, the Lazy Leopard. I don't know if you've been there yet. Well, yes, yeah, so that's where we ran into Dewey here. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. I'm sorry. Uh, but, yeah, I've seen some brawls happen, and then the, body, the bear bodyguards get involved, and then the thugs try to save their own lives by fighting the bears with their guns, and it just bounces right off of them. Good to know. So our best bet would be to avoid them, if possible. They're dangerous, yeah. So what is your plan? How do you expect to avoid... I, I thank you for trusting me with your own information, but I can't. I'm not ready to reveal our plans. Well, is there something we could do to make you trust us? Other than let you know that Ludwig has a price on your head? Yeah, I mean, he, he sent us here to get dirt on you, but I mean, really, we're you seem like the good guys. And we help the good guys. Well, Ludwig's the only person in town that makes the gunpowder. I think if maybe we found a way to hurt his business, maybe we can also purchase sulfur for our own and make those prices go up and really kind of, we fight the fight the business side of him. Because we're not really, we don't really kill people or anything. We just, we just want to live. Hey, maybe we can give him some fake dirt. What do you mean? Yes. some something that he wants, but, or steer him into something else. A trap. Maybe not fake dirt, but perhaps fake sulfur. Ooh. If uh, his shipments from CFH were tainted, he might not trust them anymore. That could be good. Hmm. They seem to be the ones running this place. Yeah, they might not trust their own constructs at that point, because those mines are pretty much run by those constructs only at this point. There's no... I don't think there's a living being over there working them. Perhaps putting doubt in them might help persuade Ludwig... Do you know other people that Ludwig knows? What do you mean? See, I was thinking, what if we went back and told him that we found out that someone within his operation was working for you? Guess that would upset him, but I think he kind of works alone. Aww. He's kind of, he pretty much hangs out at one of the lounges with the other corporation owners, like uh, Buka and Needles and Watts. Hans Klein. Hans Klein is named after Patreon supporter Jeremy Kleinhands. Hans Klein? Oh, yeah. He's Hans Klein. He's a nice guy. He's just he's pretty renowned around the world. For what? His threads. He's got amazing fashion. Really? He tailors amazing clothing and leather works. Hmm. And he... Interesting <laughs> that his name is Hans Klein. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Packed full of references. <laughs> I love that. I think it's going to be great. <laughs> yeah, he's got a shop over in the center of the market. And all of these corporation owners just hang out here on this island? Oh, yeah. This is kind of a, it's kind of a hub. 
Yeah, do they I call mean, it the- Camp David? That's what they call it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's 13 piers where 86 boats can dock. I mean, this is a big, this is a big harbor. And you said he hangs out in a lounge with these people. Oh yeah, there's a uh, in the center market where it kind of, it's kind of yuppie, you know. That's where there's a like a, a cigar lounge is what they do. Cigar lounge. Yeah, you know tobacco. Yeah, yes, I've, I'm familiar. Yeah, there's some tobacco farmers on the west side of the island near, near the desert, but... Is this a public lounge? Uh, public but pricey. I'm sure it has a dress code. And if you're not a member, you definitely got to pay a price to get in. You know how much? I haven't been and I haven't tried to enter in a long time, but I want to say, like, just one night is 100 gold. That is rather steep. Look, I just think it would be really cool if you guys could help me figure out a way to shut down the construct band in the tavern. What's wrong with the construct band? That's one of my favorite ones. I'll squint my eyes at her. Uh, they took his job, so to speak. Oh, are you also a musician? I'm the most renowned musician of all of the land. Oh, I, I mean, I don't really know that many musicians. Well, now you do. My name is Dorothy Fabe Grumman Kyle. Well, Dorothy, I think it's nice to meet you. Um, again, my name's Penrear. I don't think I caught some of your names. Felomir, I think I caught. Finch. Finch of Crimson Command, Master Scout. Astra. Astra. I'm Keth, champion of Yen. Keth, champion of Yen. I've never heard of Yen either. Apparently a lot of people haven't. <laughs> I'm also smasher of constructs. Smasher of constructs. Yeah, yeah, he's really good at that. Okay, well, you might need that here if you're trying to do something like what you're saying. So, do you like the constructs? I mean, some of them do great jobs. Like, like I said, I like the band. The band has some good music, though they do play the same thing over and over again. And, like, some of the dock working ones, like, if it wasn't for, like, the elephant's lug and the big, the big loads, I mean, otherwise it'd be smaller loads and slower paced. I mean, sure, it's taking jobs, but some of it's helpful. I guess the issue might be the quantity of these constructs, then? Yeah. It seems like trusting the constructs to get everything done just takes away everything from everyone else. That's a valid point. And also the customer service, the ostrich and the, and the lady's leopard, I just I don't get a smile out of them, you know? It doesn't even speak common! I mean, I, I rarely got smiles out of the servers there, but that were there before the ostrich. But, you know... Your servers. I'm sure they get deal with a lot of nasty folk. Uh, if we wished to contact you in the future, how would we do so? I mean, you can just come here again. I'll make sure these... She points at all the people that are around, like, kind of watching from a distance. I'll make sure they know you're welcome. And I think we have some more uh, questions to ask around town. We'll be in touch. Oh, by the way, just so you know, if you hear a disembodied voice that sounds like this one at any point... You're not going crazy. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm assuming you do some sort of message or something. Yes, you've heard of it. Well, I, I don't do magic myself, but yeah, I, I got some. I got some friends. Good. It's it's a building network, little by little. Well, just know that I might do that. Okay. Well. Cool. Keep me informed if you need me. Also, uh, you might want to have your crew here keep an eye after other people that they don't know. Well, yeah, that's why they're kind of watching now. They, they're on alert. But our mining picks can only do so much, you know? Oh. Stay safe. And y'all exit the mining block? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you head back west into the main part of the city.
Well, where to next? Well, I don't know if we need to go to the mines anymore. It doesn't sound like... It doesn't sound like what was described in your vision. The walls aren't wet. No, I don't think... I don't think that's where we'll find that out. I, I think what we're looking for is in the center of this island. That's why it's so heavily guarded. That would make sense. Now we just have to figure out how to get there. We know one way. So far. The Elephant Man. We could at least... I mean, tail him? There was talk of a disguise as well, which I'm more than willing to perform for you gentlemen and lady. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you'd have to get a disguise first. I'm sure it won't be hard to come by. Well, I mean, really, if we're taking his place, hop in his spare uniform or clothes, whatever he was wearing. But we'd have to convince him to give us his clothes. And therein lies the issue. Yes, he seemed rather... Didn't you say, Keth, when you tried to uh, work for him? Uh, not really prude. Yeah, he was friendly. He just he was very secretive about the company's secret policy, which I guess makes sense. Yeah, he just didn't want to tell us any secrets. He didn't want to get in trouble. Well, what if it wasn't his fault? But I did tell him about vacations, and he said that maybe he could use his his PTO to take a vacation instead of is being sick. <laughs> so maybe maybe I can convince him to take a vacation. Maybe I could maybe I could take him somewhere. What does that mean? <laughs> I don't Are you, are you suggesting we kidnap him? No. Okay. <laughs> I'm I'm just saying we convince him to go away. Go fishing or something. Go relax somewhere. And <laughs> then we then we take the elephant. I, said I, I'm just like saying fishing. we convince him. <laughs> <laughs> we make sure he knows not to show up to work tomorrow. Yeah. If he knows what's going on. <laughs> As we crack our knuckles in, right in front Come of on, him. Come on, where's Dark Finch at? <laughs> Step two. Right? Dark Finch is teetering right now. He's not sure what he wants to do. I mean, we could just kidnap him. That'd be the easiest thing to do. Nah. He's got to have an extra pair of work clothes around. If we can find out where he stays, where he lives. We could just just tail him first. Yeah. Is he still at the tavern? Did we leave him there? I Uh, think Dewey was the only one that left before us. I do believe he was there when we left. Maybe he's still there? Maybe we should check. We should go back to the tavern. Okay. Hey, companions, it is December 4th, and it is 8.30 p.m. Central Time. This episode comes out in about uh, 10 hours, and I'm pretty much done with it. It's a first, actually, for me. Or not really a first. Sometimes I get the episode done early, but it's not It's not very common, that's for sure. But I'm stopping in for this mid-roll to really talk about one thing that next Friday, not not two days from now, but well, one day from now for you listeners, but two Fridays from now on December 13th, we are doing our third anniversary live show. So if you haven't listened to our last couple of mid rolls, now's the time to pay attention. And if you are in the Mobile, Alabama area, we would love to see you at Alchemy Tavern December 13th for our third anniversary live show. It'll be $5 to enter. The doors open at 7 p.m. and the show starts at eight with some stand-up comedians. So you don't want to miss out. 
I think we're going to have a good time and it's a cheap event. So, you know, come on out and just have a good time. Get you some drinks, do some things and we'll have a good time. But yeah, that's really all I had today, I think. I can't think of anything else I want to do on this mid-roll. It is one week after last episode, so congratulations. Or not congratulations, but you're welcome for kind of a Christmas holidays present. Whatever you want to call it. Bye, guys. Hi there. I'm Kenan, and I'm the DM for Top of the Round. We are a homebrew, character-driven, actual play podcast fueled by the power of D&D 5e. What happens when a naive druid, an orphaned monk, and a mysterious drought elf are roped into becoming a mailman for a goddess? Join Talus. As you know, my bosses aren't the most merciful people. Chaz. Hey, do you guys know where I could find a map of everywhere? And Seku. We might as well try. It's the worst thing that could happen is we could die. Find us wherever you listen to a podcast. Episodes drop every Monday. Hope to see you soon. You have left the mining block. You are heading back to the Lazy Leopard. Or is there something else that's come up in your mind during our 10-minute break? I'm good. We got a couple people here we need to talk to. Okay. So. All right. So you enter back into the Lazy Leopard. <laughs> Dewey's not there anymore, obviously. Elio is still there, and so is Vilko League. Hey, that's the guy over there. I'll point him out. The one in the uniform? Yeah. He's friendly, you say? He's nice enough. Hmm. I'll walk up to him. Okay, so Doroth is approaching. Anyone else? Yeah, I'll go with him. We're all going to go. All right, so five people walking up. I was going to say, I'm going to hang back oh, yeah? a little bit. Yeah. I'd, we're, we're not being incognito <laughs> at all. Yeah, I guess that's true. I'll, I'll go to the bar. Okay. And just get an ale. Okay. And kind of meander. Okay, you can go ahead and drop two gold. Uh, the bartender does say to you as you approach, uh, another ale? Uh, why, yes, please. I see you're back. Where'd you go? Uh, we were just uh, taking a stroll around town. So... It's a pretty, pretty, pretty crazy place, huh? It's quite different, yes. Well, if there's anything you need, let me know. Oh, well, certainly. And he turns around and starts working. Is there a seat at the bar? Sure. I'm just going to sit down and slowly sit. One option is the garage on South Washington Avenue. Is that the one you're looking for? Is that what you're looking for, Dave? Is there a seat <laughs> at the bar? I think yeah. you said, is there a seat at the bar? And it the... The seat at the bar maybe recognize <laughs> Siri. <laughs> it might not be our voices are the same. It's just like recognizing Siri. Nope, didn't do anything. Mm. You have to say stupid hey, constructs. Siri. <laughs> <laughs> stupid phone now. Constructs. I will also have a seat at the bar next to Felomir. Yeah. Okay. Just to be less inconspicuous. Uh, if no one else was going to, I was going to do it too. But I don't feel weird with the three of us going. Okay, so the three of you are talking to Vilko, Kath, Doroth, and Finch. So you approach Vilko, and he, as you approach, just like the last time, he kind of sees you walking his way and just waves. I wave at him, and as I approach, I say, oh, hey, hey, Vilko. Oh, hello there again. This, These are my friends. This is Finch and uh, Dorth, Fabe, Groman, Kyle. Dorth, Fabe, Groman, Kyle, and Finch. How do you do? It's nice to meet y'all. How are you? Vilko is your name? Vilko is my name. Last hey, name is The League. The League? Well, it's not The League. It's L-E-E-G. League. League. Vilko League. Okay, I'm glad we got that squared away. May we have a seat? I, I'm already sitting, but okay. May we? Oh, may you have a seat? Well, sure. I mean, I don't. You sit. I guess sit here. And sure. You, you kind of like pushes someone to the side. Um. <laughs> I'll just kind of squat down beside him. Oh, well, this feels like I'm in trouble. What's going on? No, you're. No, we're. 
quite the opposite. Actually, as you know, as my friend here might have told you, we're new in town, and we just don't have anyone to talk to. Yeah, you seem like a really nice guy. A lot of these people are kind of weird. Well, you have yourself to talk to. Are you not friends? Well, well yeah. We've been friends forever. We've heard each other snore. And it's we've been on a boat together for a very long time. Okay. Well, what did you come all the way here for? You still didn't really tell me that. You said vacation? Still yeah. I don't know what those are like. You've never been on a vacation? Well, no. I, I mean, the, the, the PTO that I'm allowed, I use for my sick days. PTO? Yeah, it's paid time off with CFH. You get to not do anything and get paid? Well, yeah. It's like, it's like a reward for the job you're doing. If you do a good job, you get more PTO. And you haven't taken this reward? Well, no, I have, just for sick days. They say that if I get sick, then i got to use my PTO. So you have 15 days? 15 days a year. How many days have you used? Um, 12. I get sick a lot. So you still have a, a few days. You have three days. All you need is one, really. One one day for vacation? Yeah. So what do I do? I don't know. What do you want to do? I mean, I'd have to schedule it, I think. I don't think they just let me not come to work without being sick. Well, you can't schedule you... being sick, right? Well, I guess that's true. Yeah, just, just tell them you're sick and then go on a vacation. You don't have to tell them you're on a vacation. Well, that's lying. That's against company policy. <laughs> this is true. You got us there. I didn't know. You know company policy? That's I, awesome. I'm telling you, I don't know company policy. Oh, I, I thought you said it's true. It's me. I don't work for this company. You've known me, right? Why do you say it like that? You're assuming that I do. But you, you just have a tone about this company. What's happening here? I don't know. What, what is happening here? I don't Nothing. know. I think the company is very nice. I wanted to work for it, but you said I couldn't work oh, for I'm it. Oh, I'm not in charge of hiring. Well, where, where is your company located? Your friend was telling, or my friend here was telling me that you, uh, I guess, you work with CFH? Yeah, the CFH manufacturing plant at the northwest side of town. He has a really big elephant. Hey, could you show us the elephant? I mean, I, I take it again later this afternoon. So could we, I know we're not allowed, like, in the jungle, but could we stand, like, outside the jungle well, and watch you go into the jungle? Well, yeah, you could stand near the entrance and watch. I, I really just want to see this elephant. I, I can't stop the elephant, though, once we get started. Oh, yeah. Dangerous. Well, he's he's never seen an elephant before, and I'll, like, slap Dorothy. Well, <laughs> I'm just going to shake my head. Well, you know it's not a real elephant, right? Well, well it sounds more magnificent. Yeah, I've never seen a construct elephant before. Oh, wow. Well, well give me a persuasion check. I also want to ask, how long do you, uh, your trips into the jungle usually take? Well, it usually takes me about four hours. Does he get advantage on this check? Yes. 17. Well, yeah, of course you can watch me leave. I mean, you just got to stand by the road and watch. Fair enough. Now, on the, if you go to the north side of town, there's when you're going to come to a split in the road. It's going to go left or right. To the left is towards, towards CFH, and towards the right goes where is where I'll be walking out with the elephant. Oh, my God, I'm so excited right now. So you start at the CFH place, which would be the left side of the road, but then you come out on and down, back down through the right yeah, side? Yeah, i got to walk along the north road, that goes, and then it kind of curves into the jungle. Okay. So, yeah, if you loop. just kind of watch there, you, you'll see could, me walk by. Could we, like, meet you at the, at the fork and just walk with you until you get to the jungle? I, I don't see a problem with that. Cool. I mean, I'll be up on top of the elephant. But. Oh, yeah. Must I say, you are the friendliest person we have met oh, since we've you. gotten here. I try. I try to be a nice person. So what time are you, what time is your next shift? Uh, I leave this afternoon at four. I gotta take a trip at night and come back at night. Do you, do you come back the same night? Oh yeah, well, I'll take a trip there for two hours and two hours back. Cool, well, we'll, we'll see you there. Okay, nice meeting you, Finch and Doris Fade Groman, Kyle. 
Very Likewise, and I'll reach out and shake his hand. You reach out, shake his hand, and he's a mu- much cleaner hand than uh, <laughs> than Dewey. Nice. All right. So, are you walking away from him? Yeah. Okay. I'll go back to the bar. We'll uh, say that's where you two are. We'll say it's noon right now, so you have four hours to waste before he leaves. So I'll uh, approach the bar and order. I'll order three ales for the three of us. Okay. I'm assuming they already have ales. I don't because I don't have any money. <laughs> Oh, she no, loves yeah. all her stuff. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, I'll buy aspirin ales. Okay. I mean, I do have money in your bank. I just figured it would be weird <laughs> for you to do that. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So I'll buy uh, three ales for the three of us, and I'll send one over to uh, Vilco. Vilco. Okay. No, he doesn't drink before work. I mean, he's drinking right now. Maybe we should send him a few ales. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. He is going in at night. Well, that's true. We should talk about this in game. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so notice Kev giving him a nail. Hey, do you, so what do you say? And I'll, uh, I'll look around to see if there's like people around us. I mean, like, there's close. people everywhere, but they're being pretty rowdy, so you can assume a whisper won't be bad. Okay, so I'll kind of like motion everyone to kind of lean in like we did earlier. <laughs> Team huddle. And I'll say, uh, well... He's going to be going back into the jungle t- uh, at four tonight, or today, this afternoon. But he said we could watch and we could walk alongside the elephant so we can see where it goes. And I have this, and I'll reach into my uh, pack and I'll pull out the Find My iPhone potion. Ah. Okay. I'll just smash this on one of the crates and we can find out where it goes. Or the elephant. That is genius. Did I tell you how these things work? Nope. Oh, God. <laughs> but that's how it works for Kev. Kev makes the rules now. <laughs> how it's going to work now. You said something. Yeah, I know it's you in the game. You an item and you can know where it is. Yeah. I don't think you ever specified if there was a range or anything like that. I'd have to go back and listen. I want to say I said it works like locate object, which would make sense. So it's basically a locate object potion that you coat on an item. Now, when you say coat, is that like head to toe coverage or could he literally just throw it? And smash it on a thing. Guess we'll find out. <laughs> All right. Either way, I know how we can do this. Either way. It has to be within a thousand feet of you if it's based off locate object. But Kath don't know that. Pretty good ways. And this is a large island. Yeah, that's true. He's traveling for two hours. I, I picture both it. islands individually being the size of like Maui. Like Hawaii Maui. I was going to say, you know Maui. We've all been there. I, I don't know if you've ever looked at Maui on Google or anything, but they basically have an inter- interstate system that goes around the entire island. Wow. I don't hate the idea, Kath. It's definitely a great idea. I just don't want to disappoint you too hard if it don't work. But if it don't work, it don't work. I wasn't necessarily expecting it to work. Uh, what, what is that, Kath? It's the Find My Eiffel potion. I got it. Uh, where did I get that at? You got it from um, uh, the... Guy and Yin. The guy that the guy we you, uh, <laughs> um, accidentally. <laughs> the water elemental guy. Um, tied up. Yeah. The water elemental guy. Oh, yeah. yeah, you remember the guy in Yin that I tied up as he was poisoning the water elemental? He had a shot. He gave it to me. Vaguely remembering you mentioned that, yes? Yeah. That's where I got it from. So that will help us see where this elephant goes? That's what he said. Just coat it on something and you'll know where it's at if you lose it. Interesting. I mean... I've never used it before, so I don't know how well it works, but that's what he told me. Well, will it... I mean, it will help us locate where he's 
going, but not really what's there. I mean, we know he's going to the center of the island. Uh, I guess you're right. I'll put it up. But yeah, it, well, I mean, we're, we can at least see like where he's going into the jungle from. Do any of us have potions of invisibility? I think I still have one. Hold on, let me check my belt really quick. Well, while you're doing that, know that there is no need. Because I, Dorothy, Babe, Grom, and Kyle, can be invisible. Invisible? <laughs> invisible. Oh. I'm more cultured than you. It's. Can you make us all invisible? Uh, no. I have a potion of sea invisibility. That could be useful. I guess don't, we don't really have a... We're just going to go watch him walk into the woods, just know where he starts. We're not... I mean, I was also going to say there's that guy that makes the threads, the, the cool clothes. It might help with some sort of disguising, perhaps, if that's an option. I, I definitely think it would be valuable to see him off into the forest. You could see the size of the crates, uh, perhaps how many constructs stand at the entrance to this forest. Um, all of that, but you said it was at 4 o'clock? Yeah, 4 o'clock. He said uh, it takes him two hours to get there and then two hours back. A decent trek. We have three days. Perhaps we just we watch and re- recon this uh, this time. Hey, so how how long does the invisibility work, Dorothy? Uh, it's only for a minute. Is that a spell or a potion? It's a spell. <laughs> it's, it's a, a spell! God! <laughs> How many times can you cast it? Um, once. Oh, okay. Well, never mind. Well, how many times would I need it? I'm just thinking if it was an hour, I have a... It takes him two hours. I have a potion that allows me to be invisible for an hour. And, you know, maybe we could... I could fly us to avoid being seen. But the the PVAX. I mean, I, the bad I could yeah. avoid them, but... The drones. Oh, <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> I think we should just see him off and scope it out a little better. At least this time. Yeah. Uh, but in the meantime, what should we do? We could always go check out this lounge. The cigar lounge? That uh, Penrir mentioned. You mean the one where Hans Klein hangs out? Allegedly, yes. I would love to meet someone of that name. Yeah, isn't he supposed to be walled around too? Well, I've never heard of him, so. I do have the, the gold to get us in. Let's go check it out. So you exit out of the Lazy Leopard and you head right for a little bit up the road. And to the left, there is a road that kind of leads into the a mass of buildings. And you imagine this is the center market because there's a sign that says towards the center market. You walk into this town square and it is much more elaborate in building structure. It's still kind of run down shacks because it's tropical and that's kind of the scene I'm setting. But the buildings definitely have like paint on them and they're decorated. There's plants that are like trimmed and groomed and such. Uh, And you also do see nobles walking around, uh, noble gnomes and noble humans, and they do have slaves following them. So as you look around, you do see Hans Klein's shop and you notice it because there is a small capital H and a a larger capital K logo on a sign. That's the first thing you notice. And then we'll say right next door to it, there is a cigar lounge named Cigarios. Lit. (laughs) (laughs) Called Lit. (laughs) Fuego. (laughs) You know that's the name of the cigar lounge downtown. Is it really? Yeah. That's awesome. (laughs) That's a great name for a cigar 
Get it? Because that shit ain't lit at all. It's fucking boring in there. Yeah. Is that the one that's like next to B. Radley's? Uh, yeah, a couple doors down, but yeah. Okay. Yeah, I went in there for that bachelor party I told you all about the other day where mm. I was in the RSA Tower for the night. And God, I was there for a UFC fight. It was fucking awful. The cigar smoke and... Like, there was nothing making the cigar smoke leave. It was just... Yeah, yeah I'm pretty sure they don't oh, have AC. No. Yeah, it was just stagnant Fuck. in the air. It was awful. But anyways, there is the cigar lounge lit. There is a bear bodyguard standing at the door. So a BBG. Mm. First one. I'm going to approach it. Okay. You approach it, and it is made of, like, an iron steel kind of metal. Uh, it doesn't hold any weapons, but as you approach, like you see its fingers kind of tense and claws start to come out. And it says, Welcome to Lit 100 Gold Pieces or Leave. Per person? Per person. I'm going to give it 500 gold pieces. Jesus, you're doing this. Mm, so ah, damn. Not committing to just one person going inside. Yeah. How much gold do you have? Uh, I have 1,153 left. All right. Uh, so you uh, pull out a coin pouch and you start making, we'll say you have platinum to make it easier, and you hand him 50 platinum. Like he kind of puts out his paw and you stack it in his hand, and they're like the claws are still out, and you kind of get a good glimpse at them. They're like polished silver, so it's very nice weaponry that he has on him. And once, he's, once you stack the 50 platinum pieces, he closes his hand around the coins and then puts them in, like, a pouch that's on his belly. Hmm. And, uh, like, a metal door kind of closes up around it and, like, eats it like a vending machine, I guess you could oh say. It gives you a coin star receipt. <laughs> uh, and he says, Welcome to Lit. And the door automatically opens. Oh, this is nice. Oh, and then, like, a fucking cloud of cigar smoke comes out. <laughs> yeah. I cast Gust of Wind. <laughs> yeah. It's Bruno Mars playing for some reason. <laughs> God, I've been to this place. And as you walk inside, it's a very vacant lounge. It's actually kind of small, too. We'll say there's like four circles of large chairs, large cushiony chairs. And amongst them, there is a human that stands out to you all because he's very fashionable. He has like a tall, blonde mess of hair going on that has some sort of design to it. From this angle, you can't really tell, but after the door opens, he turns his head and from a side profile, you can see that it's like yellow flames in his hair. Like, uh, you know, those awful shirts, that those black shirts with mm -hmm. orange flames coming up? <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, it's basically that orange flame pattern just along the side of, like, as a mohawk on his head. And also you see a uh, not-so-fashionable obese-type human man. Uh, he's kind of greasy and grimy, and he's, like, lounging in a chair with his arms spread out, and he's man-spreading his legs for sure. And he's got like a giant cigar that's way too long in one hand and then like a glass of uh, whiskey that's like filled to the brim in the other. He's almost about to pass out. But then another set of people, you see a set of twins, a female and male gnome twin set. They dress pretty much the same. They have the same hair and they have very similar facial features. And the bartender is a 
penguin, a penguin construct, and he's kind of a monk, like standing on the bar, going up and down it, waddling back and forth, made of a, he's made of platinum with like a pearl belly. Uh, and he has like a small little black bow tie as well. And he sees you enter and goes, Rock on the, the lounge lit. Would you like to make a drink order? Well, isn't that adorable? A construct bartender. <laughs> no, no, thank you. After he asks you this, the door automatically closes behind you, and the people that were the people that I have mentioned have turned their heads away from you and go back to whatever they were doing. Are they all sitting separately? The individuals are sitting separately. The twins are sitting together. Okay. Y'all just standing in the fucking door. Yeah, I was like, I've, I've felt this before. <laughs> you just walk in and you're like, uh. uh well, I, I think I'm going to get a drink. I'll just walk up to the penguin. Okay, so you walk up to the penguin. Welcome. What would you like to order? Uh, do, do you have ale? No. Uh, rum? Rum? Rum. Yes, rum. Would you like silver or gold? Let's do silver. He takes a shot glass and pours two ounces of silver rum. That'll be 20 gold. Jesus. Oh, okay. Fuck. All right. Now, how does he pour it? Because I picture him just like, <laughs> I picture him <laughs> bending over and just opening his mouth. <laughs> exactly. That's how penguins feed their babies, He's right? He's the tap. Yeah, he just connects everything. Uh, no, we'll actually say that like he lifts up one of his fins and he slaps one of the bottles like gently and picks it up without gripping it. It seems that he has like a sticky pad fin and he pours two ounces and puts it back down. The ingenuity here is <laughs> unrivaled. I joked about uh, Bruno Mars earlier, but is there music playing here? Yes, but you don't know where from. It's, and it's also very low volume. It's just like a like an elevator style music going on. Unacceptable. We need that music to stand out and pick it up. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so, this isn't background music. <laughs> this is foreground music. So I, fuck it. Let's just do it. I want to walk up to the gnome twins. Okay. Uh, as you walk up to them, they nod to you in an elegant way. Hello. My name is Dorth Fabe Grumman Kyle. What is yours? Well, I'm Watts, and this here, my sister, is Needles. Watts and Needles? Yes, Needles. Well, it is, it is very nice to meet you. I see you are very classy, cultured people. Uh, as they... They're leaning back in their chairs, and then they one of them reaches over to the side and grabs their drink off of like a table. And when they they move their left arm out of the way, you see an emblem of CFH on their on their chess piece. Oh, I've seen that before. Ah, are you new to town? Yes, but uh, I stopped at a uh, tavern, the Lazy Leopard. Ah, oh, yes, we are the owners of CFH. Really? That's so interesting. I wonder why you would listen to such drab music. Oh, it's not drab. It's quite peaceful. You know what's more peaceful? I would say the loving pluckings of my lute. Hmm. Hmm. They're going to turn you into a construct. Oh, my God. A lute played by you? Of course. Hmm. Only human hands can do such a great job. But isn't there imperfection? Well, that's the beauty. Hmm. It's real. Emotional. Tragic, even. Play us a tune. Well, I can't play a tune while there's music playing. Hmm. 
sounds imperfect. Oh, would you like me to jam along with this music? Because I can do both, you know, as a master musician. I believe they call that improvisation. Sure. Hmm. <laughs> Imperfection. I like to think that they say, hmm, like in sync <laughs> yeah. with each other. Sure. Improv. Okay, I'm going to, like, without breaking eye contact with them, I just want to reach into my backpack <laughs> and pull my loot out like fucking Arnold Schwarzenegger with a shotgun. And uh, I'm going to try to perform along with the music. Just okay. a little, little solo. Give me a performance check. Uh, that's going to be a 19. Very good. You do play along to the tune that you're hearing, the elevator jingle that's going on, and you you find an emotion that kind of fits in well with it. I'm like closing my eyes and like doing guitar face and all that shit. I I picture it almost like Kenny G on a lute. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, But it's not perfect. Of course not. Oh, that's sorry. And so when you finish your improvisation solo, uh, you stop and close your eyes and then you put the loot away and they recognize that you're done and they say hmm well what did you think i remember music like that this there's a watch (laughs) of just like disappointment over Dora's face right now it's not awful but it's not perfect these frowns oh um but you again you said that perfect is not what you aim for well, no, it's supposed to be raw and emotional and... You you met those goals. He's almost like tearing up at this <laughs> point. Like this is the most, oh my God. Uh, what is your business here? Well, I was hoping to play music. Well, I mean, you did. So goal met. I wanted to keep playing music. I want people to enjoy it. You can keep playing music. I didn't say I didn't enjoy it. But you didn't say you did. It's not my flavor. This is your flavor? I'm going to look up towards whatever is playing yeah, music. Yeah, just the <laughs> ambience that's coming from yeah. somewhere. Yes. What is this? Peaceful. More specifically, like what? what is playing this? Oh, we have a a PVAC. A PVAC? Yes. PFAC Mark 7, Platinum Edition. Very well. N- n- nice to meet you both. Nice to meet you. I'll walk off defeated. Uh, while this is happening, okay, I would like to take my shot of rum. Okay. And go sit next to the fat cat looking dude okay so the greasy looking obese human man yeah okay you just sit down next to him yeah okay you sit down next to him and you assume that's kind of like what people just do because there's only so many seats and he doesn't acknowledge you is he conscious yes okay at least think so oh this place is nice huh he turns and looks at you and says 
Yep, it's the only peaceful place we can get in town. Yeah, it seems pretty hectic out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you live here? Yep. I'm Buka. I'm sorry? I'm Buka. Buka? Yeah, Buka's Bait and Tackle, the uh, fishing harbor over here. Oh, I, d- I didn't, uh, just the whole harbor? Yep, I got a fleet of 100 fishermen. Oh, fishermen, I see. Not constructs? Well, somebody's got to feed these people. The people, yes? So you, you don't employ constructs? We No, not yet. Nope. And he kind of like eyes toward the twins and then kind of looks back at you in a not happy way. Oh, that's interesting. They seem to be all over this place. Yep. I've heard everywhere. People, I've heard people complaining about jobs and all this kind he of like thing. He like wide eyes at you and then looks over at them and then looks back at you. <laughs> Whatever. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, my friend uh, D- uh, Dorothy was uh, rather upset at the the band in the Lazy Leopard. Yeah, people just don't know what's you know what's good for society. You know. Uh, what do you mean? Oh, as soon as uh, have some sort of construct that might be able to do our jobs, so we might just have to employ them, you know? Is he making the same eyes at me as you're making at me? I am, yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> White eyes. He's the one. Eyeing back the... at the twins over and over again. I'm going to give him sort of a puzzled look. Ah, oh, I s- yes. It's good for society, yes? Good for society, yep. Mm, and you said you had a hundred boats? hundred fishermen, yep. Oh, well, um. You seem new to the town, huh? Oh, uh, yeah, I just got in. Uh, what you here for? Uh, a vacation. Huh. I haven't had one of those in a long time. Oh, yes, it's quite nice. Well, maybe once I get some constructs working, I don't, I can take one, you know? He kind of eyes the twins again. Uh, Bo- Boku? Buka. Buka. Fuck. Let me write it down. Like hookah. But hookah. Spooky. Buka. <laughs> <laughs> spooky hookah. That's good. Uh, Buka, was it? Yes? Yep. Uh, <laughs> uh, who are the, those uh, two gnomes over there? Oh, that's the owners of CFH. Mm. They uh, make all the constructs around here, yes? They do, yep. And they haven't made... (laughs) (laughs) But they haven't made any uh, that can do a fisherman's job? Not yet, nope. Oh, well, if you don't mind me asking, do you know why? It seems that... It just takes time to make those kind of creations, you know? (laughs) God damn it. (laughs) Oh, my God. Do we need to leave? Oh, God. <laughs> I wasted 500 gold for this. <laughs> you definitely can get a good amount of information out of this place. Uh, well, it, it it seems that they have a construct for just about everything, don't they? Oh, what they do. Mm. It's getting close to just uh, automated society. Well, is that really such a good thing, though? What about all the, the people? Well, well, maybe we can get some, you know... We'll just live for, live happily for free. Mm, happily for free. That sounds nice. Well, so, uh, can I get you a drink? Uh, well, sure. Looks like you uh think I saw you get some silver rum over there, huh? <laughs> Why? <laughs> I just imagine it's like snot bubbles, like popping. <laughs> I don't even know if it's gonna make the recording. <laughs> it's so gross oh to listen God. to. <laughs> It, it, it sounds like really like almost like just a loose toot. <laughs> <laughs> loose toot. <laughs> Listeners, I'm sorry if you can't hear what's going on whenever I put this in the edit, but basically there's going on every after every time I say something. <laughs> uh, yeah, silver rum sounds sounds nice. He puts his cigar down into an ashtray and then waves, waves his hand, and the penguin just kind of flies. 
unlike what a penguin can do, flaps its wings <laughs> over and uh, is carrying a bottle like in its beak, lands next to him and uh, fills like a small shot glass with silver rum and then he hands it to you and the bird and then the penguin flaps away back to the bar. Uh, well, thank you, kind sir, and I'll accept his drink and probably sit awkwardly for a little while longer. Okay. Um, Steven D. Matt. Yeah. What y'all doing in this expensive joint? Not buying anything. <laughs> yeah. Um, Touching nothing. I guess since they're kind of covering the other bases, I'm going to be kind of eyeing the guy in the nice clothing and the weird hair. Hans Klein. Hey, Keth, uh, don't you wish you could have a haircut like that? Why would I want a haircut like that? It looks stupid. <laughs> <laughs> it looks stupid. <laughs> Damn it. With my greasy ass, Rob Zombie, the hair and beard. Oh, yeah, you're not holding in a ponytail anymore because of your depression, right? Right. No, it's just like <laughs> mop top. I'm just going to make like big eyes at Keth. Like, I was hoping that was going to be our way in. Oh. I mean, it was just a conversation starter but oops not very I'll just walk conversation. Over. <laughs> okay so Finch what you doing I'll just walk over and take a seat by him I guess okay uh he looks at you and smiles and nods hi uh Hans Klein I presume ah yes I am Hans Klein the one and only and he kind of like he's holding a wine glass and he's holding it like from the bottom not the bottom, like at the base, but like he's holding his palm up and the wine glass stem is between the two, like the middle and ring finger. Oh, a wine man, I see. Ah, yes. I usually drink ale myself, but uh, it seems that this is more of a liquor bar. Ah, L's for the low class. <laughs> Just so you guys know, he like stared off into <laughs> space when he said that. Well, I, I will say that I don't know if I've ever been in an establishment this fine before. And uh, it looked like your establishment right next door was very fine as well. Ah, yes. Um, let's see. I've been here now for 20 years. Twin yeah, 20 years. So you've seen uh, quite a bit of change on this island. Ah, yes, but nothing changes in my shop. Nothing? Always the most pristine silks and knitted wools and also tough leather. I see, uh, looks like you might need some leather, huh? Got some scraps there. Well, you know, depending on... Uh... What you got? Maybe I could use a little upgrade. Looks how we might say basic in the industry. <laughs> it comes standard issue, and then I'll kind of like show my uh, Crimson Command. Ah, the Crimson Command. Ah, soldier in, this, in my midst. Haven't seen one of you since Dubro first arrived. Haven't seen him in years now. Yes, I haven't uh, Haven't quite met Dubro yet. We've only, uh, I've only just been in town for about a... A day. Well, prepare to bring a comb. Is he that unkempt? No, for yourself. You're going to need to get the bugs out of your hair. Oh, gosh. What do you mean? Well, he's got sand lice all over him. Gross. <laughs> <laughs> I'm connecting with him. Yeah, you're, you're doing great. You're doing great. You're doing great. <laughs> so, again, though, 20 years. So, what was it like back then with less constructs? What was the island like? I mean, there's all. there's been constructs ever since I've been here, but... There's more people, that's for sure. More people willing to spend money. More people that wanted to look good. Well, I would assume with uh, the lack of jobs going around, it must be hard for people to get money to afford your wares now. Well, 
That's the thing, is people come from far and wide to get my clothes. Oh, people sail to Laron to just see you? Oh, of course. Like who? Nobles from many different cities. Let's see. Um, Chandelin's probably got my my biggest clientele. The nobles of Chandelin. Have you been there before? The walls are made of gold. I, I'm pretty sure I would remember that. I don't think I have. Oh yeah, if you've never seen, if you if that doesn't come to mind, you've never been there. Dorth, what you doing after a great performance but disappointing audience? I put my heart and soul into that man. That hurt. That I I just knew I was captivating them. <laughs> oh man, what are their names again? Needles and Watts. All right, I guess I could go to Astra and Keth if y'all. Ha- Come up with something y'all want to do in this yeah, expensive place? Y'all are still welcome to join the table, too. Yeah, these two other chairs in this circle where Finch is. Is there a a chair next to uh, Felomir and... Um, yeah, there's two other chairs. All right. Buka. I'm going to go sit on the other side of Buka. Okay. And just sulk. Okay. And he looks at you and goes, well, what's wrong with you, little one? My music isn't good enough. Well, music's good for everyone, right? Well, yes. What do you mean, not good enough, Dorth? The PVACs are playing this music. Mm. Apparently it's perfect. Perfect music? That's what they said. The twins over there. Needles and Watts. And who are they to determine the perfection of music? Well, they own CFH. Hmm. Yes. Well, CFH makes constructs, not music, right? Yes, but they were my most, uh, most important people that I've played for, and they did not like me. Oh, that's all right, Dorth. Maybe the, uh, Mr. Uh, Buka here might like one of your performances. And I'm just going to turn towards him with, like, puppy dog eyes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sure. I'll take a listen. I mean, I heard what you were doing over there. I thought it was pretty nice. Thank you. I'd like to play something for you if you if you like. Well, of course. Go right ahead. All right, I'm going to pull my loot out as I did again and basically try to do the same thing. I'm going to use a lucky dice. <laughs> this is going to slap. Hold on. <laughs> this is going to slap. I'm going to use another lucky dice. Come on. Slap. Strings broke. I hate slapping. I'm going <laughs> to use my final lucky dice. Because that was a crit miss, by the way. I slapped it against my fucking 14. Not even as good as last time. Your morale is so low that it's not as good as last time. You, you, you pretty much like... Like, you got distracted by maybe what went wrong in the last one that you tried to mimic the improv- improvisation you did recently. And because you were trying to do the same thing, you fudged up some notes. And then he looks at you and he claps. He's like, that's not so bad. See? There should be real musicians out here. Right? It's a talent. You did great. Don't be down. There's just not a large audience here. Thank, thank you. Well, that should be, right? I mean, not... Don't get me wrong. Constructs are great, but some things, art, you know, things like that, should be done by mortal hands. I I agree. You do? He looks at the twins from like a side view and looks back at you and says, I do. I'll glance at them. What was that about? Nothing. Nothing. No, that was, I've seen something and that was something. Oh, how rude of me. Uh, Doris, this is, um... Uh, this is my new friend, uh, Buka, from uh, Buka's Bait and Tackle. He owns all of the uh, the fishing boats in town. He really? nods. He nods and takes like a long puff from his cigar at the same time. 
it's very nice to meet you. My name is Doroth. Doroth, Fabe, Growing Kyle. It's nice to meet you, Doroth. Yes, but more more importantly, why I met them before. They're direct, but nice. Yes. They are very nice and well-mannered. And they, they're obviously listening at this point. Okay. And he looks over and nods to them. Uh, and he says, but unfortunately, I need to get back to my business. It's been a lunch. This is my lunch break. I suggest maybe to learn more about the town. And then he looks at them, like kind of nods towards them. And then he stands up and like takes him a second because he's got a big old belly and trying to get out of a big like cushiony chair. And he walks out. I want to just look at Felomir with, with kind of a, a worried expression. I want to uh, use my awakened mind as he's walking out and speak with him. Okay. Speak to him. Haven't used this in a long time. I know. And he can respond, right? No, he can't. I think he can just understand it if he understands any language. Okay. And I want to say to him with awakened mind, and where do we find out more about the town? He stops at the door and like he does a really good job of hiding it, but he notions with his head towards the twins again. Okay. I'm still just looking at him worried. Uh, so what's up with those two? The, own, the owners of the the CFH? If we talk at this level, can they hear us, you think? Give me a deception check, both of you. Critical. 21. Yes, you're doing a great <laughs> job. You've like leaned in close, and though you're not hiding visually that y'all are whispering to each other, they can't hear you. I'll uh, I'll walk up to the twins and block their view, kind of seeing... Uh, Kind of as I've just been sitting here, standing here, like watching what's yeah. been going on, kind of pick it, picking up on like what they're doing. Okay, and, I uh, like that. So if there's a future deception check, I'll give them advantage both uh, while they while they communicate. I don't know. They're just weird. They're all about these constructs. They think it. They think they're perfect. Hmm. Well, uh, Buka hinted to me that if we wanted to learn more about the town, we should learn more about them. Do you remember how? Uh, do you remember how Pinrear said? You never know who's listening? Yeah. I'm talking about constructs, right? Yes. What if what if this whole town's bugged? Well, I don't know. If so, we'd probably already be in some serious trouble. Right? What if they already know? Well, it's probably too late to do anything about it now. Shit. But anyway, Buka seemed to not be too fond of those two. No, he kept, like, just glancing at them, and it was weird. He tried to play it off, but it's like, I, I've... I know juiciness when I see it, and that was juicy. Yeah, and I mean, it kind of makes sense, you know? He owns all the fishing boats. If he doesn't have any people buying fish, then he might have some issue with, with them and the constructs. Hmm. Maybe we can play to that. Maybe. Maybe I haven't really gotten to the bottom of those twins. Oh, I'm, something's definitely going on. Well, obviously. Come on, let's go talk to him. All right. Let's sit up, get up out of this okay. chair, and walk over to... uh watts and needles i'll take the lead as we're walking over to sitting or standing in their chair circle i'll take a seat okay Mm, i'll just keep standing i'm gonna have a seat like next to where kat's standing to kind of open an ear to the conversation are you still hanging out with hans klein finch i feel like i have any reason to leave him yet okay your approach towards the twins is it with a purpose like visually. I am going to introduce them to my friend. 
I'm being pretty nonchalant. Like my whole okay. de- my whole demeanor is like, oh, the person I was sitting with left, so I'm gonna go talk to someone else. Okay, here. just want to make sure. Just want to understand how how y'all were approaching them. Yeah, I'm not like gunning towards them or anything like okay. that. Okay, uh, so you nonchalantly walk over and sit down, and Dorothy, you. Oh, uh, needles, Watts. Hello again. Hi. Uh, I just thought I'd introduce you to my friend here, Felomir. Felomir. My name is. Watts, and this is my sister, Needles. Hello, I'm Needles. Uh, a pleasure to meet you both. Yes. Uh, my friend Dorth here says you are the owners of this, this CFH? Proud this owners, yes. Oh, well, that's that's wonderful. Um, you seem to be doing very well for yourselves. There's a lot of constructs here. Almost perfect. Almost. Now, this is what's been kind of bothering me, because we, we kind of had... I guess a disagreement about, you know, what is and isn't perfect. What's perfect to you? An automated society. One that allows for everyone to focus on what they love. But is that what it would be? I don't know. Now, when you say almost perfect, what is the remaining imperfections? Many jobs still need to be handled by our constructs. Well, what is that? Mm. Where does that leave the people? Living peacefully, doing what they want. But they're not. What do you mean? Well, when was the last time you were at the Lazy Leopard? Hmm. Years. Many years. People there are sad. Hmm. They can't make money. When I ride by on my tiger, it usually they seem happy, cheerful, joyous, boisterous. Intoxicated, even. Intoxicated. Another word could be drunk. Drunk, yes. Well, not all people drink for enjoyment. Hmm. Some drink to ignore the woes of their everyday life. Hmm. I'm just saying, maybe... Maybe perfect isn't perfect. Well, I was speaking with uh, Mr. Buka over there, who just left, and he said that you haven't invented constructs to work the fishing boats? No. Still finding the right animal. Oh, and this is one of your imperfections? Yes. What do you mean when you say the right animal? Well, each animal in life, in the real world, performs a duty. We try to find the animals that mimic the duties of everyday life. And that's your only reason for not creating these constructs yet? Yes. So mechanically you could, but design-wise you haven't found the right animal? Correct. But we have lots of supply and lots of demand. He kind of like looks down in a weird way. De- demand? Oh, sorry. Yes. I. I mm. uh, demand's usually a good thing in business, isn't it? Unless you can't meet it, or if it's not perfect. Well, like we said before, it, ne- it doesn't have to be perfect. Oh, no. It just has to be. It has to be perfect. Now, come come on. You don't really believe I that. I have a do duty, you? and it must be perfect. Now, hold, hold on. Who says it has to be perfect? He gets wide-eyed and looks at you. It has to be perfect. And I'm just going to pause and just let that breathe for a second. <laughs> Like a do-you-hear-yourself moment. Uh, yeah, okay. If you don't mind me asking, uh, what is it that's... We are here as martyrs. We are here to make everyone else happy. We are here to make it perfect. Wow, that is deep. Martyrs? That's a lot. If we do not complete this, we will die. Whoa. What? Who... Who says that? 
I mean, won't you die any anyway? They start kind of looking around the room. Both of them, Watts and Needles, start kind of looking around the room. And Hans kind of like was in conversation with you, Finch. And then he kind of like noticed that they were talking to the twins and started lo- like looking that direction while you were talking, mm-hmm. but without turning his head. And then he says, I'm sorry, I... I need to go. And he stands up and starts to walk out. I'm like, oh, are you going next door? Uh, I'm sorry. But the leather and the... I uh, will just visit me tomorrow. Okay. I'll kind of, I guess, look around and... We are breaking (laughs) up this party. You are not trying to fuck with us. You seem afraid. There are many dangers in this world, Doris, Fabe, Grumman, and Kyle. Well, yes, I've seen lots of them, but... And there are many unknowns. And many things we do that we that we question. I see beauty in this. Now, yeah, well, what has you questioning? I'm sorry? You said there are many things that you question? Well, that seems a little forward. I'm a forward person. Give me a persuasion check. 21. A forward person would also tell his reason for being here. Oh, well, we are on vacation. His true reason for being here. Damn, calling me out. Yeah. <laughs> Don't you see how we dressed, dude? We basically dressed the same. We are on vacation. There are many things to be heard around the city, and many to be heard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was A&B. already too late. Uh, <laughs> oh, okay. no, B. I am here in search of an imbalance of life. Needles, like, kind of reaches her hand over to her brother and, like, grabs him by the forearm and squeezes and then, like, looks and, like, kind of nods. And then he looks at you and says, What does that mean? Well, I'm not entirely sure. All I know is there is an imbalance of life here on this island. My immediate thought is it has to do with constructs. Which has a lot to do with you. You see... Needles' grip kind of, like, tighten on her brother's forearm. Well, you're, you're going to hurt him. Listen, you're trudging into some dangerous territory. That's pretty common, yes. There are no birds in here, but I can't say much because I don't know who else is listening. But Delaro knows, and I can only say one thing. Wave break. <laughs> Uh, probably the most peaceful place we can get in town. Oh, yeah, it's pretty hectic out there, huh? You know what? I don't like that voice. Yep, you know, it's not it's that kind of peaceful. It's the only peaceful place we can get in town. Now he added some more pounds to that voice. <laughs> yeah, say, yeah, say, okay. Wiggle jowls, wiggle. Yeah. <laughs> Let me do that again because I don't know where the laughter started. <laughs> yep, it's the only peaceful place we can get in town.